Welcome into Season 5, Episode 10 of the 126 Podcast. This is a fun one. Coach O, it's about that time of year. I was about to say good morning. No, this is an <laughs> afternoon, afternoon recording, which is a little different for us. Yeah. Uh, but it is about that time of the year. You know, and I thought we were going to have weather that was going to prove it, but we're kind of back in the 90s. Yeah. Regardless of that, it feels like it's supposed to be cooler weather. It feels like I should be putting on a sweatsuit and putting a whistle around my neck. You and I have a special place in our heart for this next sport, don't well, we? Of course. It's the most loved and important sport that we play in high school, as far as I'm concerned. Well, certainly right up there. It's girls' basketball season, just about to start. Uh, but we start the one, two, six like this. Well, all right. So. In honor of this girls' basketball episode, we're talking courts. Food courts, that is. <laughs> Name your favorite place to eat at any mall. Well, who, you gonna, who, goes, well, who goes first on this? I think, I think now would be a fitting time to introduce our guest. I'll introduce the coach. She can introduce her player that she bought. And then they can give us our, their answers. Uh, we have Coach Kiara Schaffner. She is uh, first year here at Forney High School, head coach. We'll learn a little bit more about her as the podcast goes on. She's going to introduce her guest. She brought. Today we have um, a senior at Forney High School. We have Miss Riley Johnson. She has been a great help to me since I've gotten to Forney High School. Even helped me find this place here giving me directions today, so <laughs> any any opportunity to step in and make my job easier, she's 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 done a great job with that. She's stepped in with with no no reservation. So we have Miss Riley Johnson here with us today. Welcome to the pod, Riley. Thank you, sir. And Coach Schaffner. Yep. Tell sir. us about your food court preferences. Yeah. yeah, where do you like to eat at food court? Um, obviously, it would have to be a Monday through. Saturday deal, but I'm just gonna go with old faithful Chick Fil A. I you just can never I go knew wrong. she was gonna say Chick Fil A. <laughs> you that's can like never a, go wrong. That's a pretty classic. I mean, that's where Chick Fil A started it, was in food courts. Yeah, and yeah, and that's where it's the best always. I can tend to agree with right there. Yeah. Is that your favorite one as well? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh good, no one's named mine yet. I'm Let's gonna, see what you got. I'm gonna go with uh, Ch uh, Charlie. Oh my Stacey. god! <laughs> yeah, see, great minds think alike. <sighs> That's, that steak sandwich is good, isn't it? I get the chicken. Oh, the you do? chicken Philly and well, cheese kinda, fries. I've it's never had kinda, a, kind of a I've cop never out, had a Philly cheese yeah, yeah. in my life. Oh. Oh. Never. Where are you from? I'm from Dallas. Oh. Well. Well, you have T-bone and a ribeye, haven't you? Um, Probably. You but better. not that I can remember. Oh. Like a, a steak? steak? Yeah. I'm, I'm not a... I'm not a you're not a, not a big steak eater? I'm not a beef eater. We'll right. get into that. We'll, <laughs> this is a lot of fodder here we're going to yeah. have to get into with her. She, she doesn't know what a Philly cheesesteak is. She doesn't know what a T-bone or a ribeye is. Oh, Lord. Well, 
But we, but she knows how to break a press. That's right. That's right. <laughs> well, okay. Since you said Charlie's, then I'm going to name something else. Then um, okay. it's it's any one of the little local Chinese food places that give you the free sample of the. Is it is it teriyaki chicken or some mm. bourbon whatever? I bet you tie every free sample you can get. Absolutely, done. that's why I love <laughs> Sam's and Costco. <laughs> free samples, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, good. Well, that is good. Uh, now let's talk basketball. From the food court to the real court, it is officially the first week in October, and this is the month when it all starts. But before we get here, Coach Schaffner. You've had an off-season, yes, and sir. this has been your first off-season in Forney ISD over yes, at Forney High School. Uh, tell us a little bit about how your off-season has gone and, and how your girls are working to prepare for this season. Um, it has been, I think, it has been challenging for all of us, but in the most productive way. I think that was the way um, I intended and designed it to be. Considering the fact that I am a new coach, nothing is routine or like it was last year. So we do a lot of trying to mix things up and challenge them mentally. Um, because I feel like once you, if you can get the, the muscle between your ears working, then the body will, will definitely do its job. It will follow. So we do a lot, a lot, a lot of challenging things mentally. Um, we, we do a lot of, we're doing a lot of different things and changing the game up from what they've done in previous years. So we're doing a whole lot of teaching. And um, human nature, there was resistance at the beginning but because it was out of their comfort zone. So every day, uh, my, my wonderful JV coach, Coach uh, Cooper, he comes in and he says, don't bring last year's habits into this year. And um, my assistant, Coach Hines, my head assistant, she reminds them not to be a mental midget. And I think they take those things to heart. And so now it is, it's a class more than just a sport. We have kids that are asking questions every day. We have kids that are, are coming in saying, Coach, can you come in early? I want to get shots up because of, you know, the thing that you just showed us. I want to perfect that. Um, can we stay late? Because I want to per perfect that as well. So um, I think the girls are really buying in. Um, so it, it's starting to kind of, come together the way that we, we would all want it to be because we really want to make this year special for our seniors. Now, Riley, I see you shaking your head yes um, in agreement. Talk to us, what, you know, what are your thoughts on how preseason has gone so far? You know, I think it's gone really well. I think that, like she said, it was a little bit rocky at first. You know, every year has been a change. You know, we've never had really anything that's consistent. You know, we've had a new coach almost every year. So it's been a lot of change and a lot of adjustment. But I really think that these girls, we have gone through the change together, so we know how to adjust. We know how to um, do something different. So I think that it's gone really well in um, learning how to learn to the adjustment, if that makes sense. So, Absolutely. I'm going to tell you, um, it's, a tough, it's tough for a kid to go. You've been all four years in basketball, Riley? Yes, sir. It's tough for a kid to go through four years and have a different coach every year. Mm -hmm. But – and I'm going to speak from a, a personal point of experience here going through high school. I had three coaches in four, three varsity coaches in four years. And, you know, the transition is tough. But the fact of the matter is, on the back end of it, 
you're better probably, or at least in some ways you're better than you would have been otherwise. Yeah, there's something to be said for consistency, don't get me wrong. And Coach Schaffner, I hope, is here five years from now, and she's still building, and we're still going forward. And we can look back at Riley and go, Riley was our first class that we built on, mm. but now we're, we build every yeah. year, right? We get better every year. But the truth is, there are some definite advantages to being a kid that has to fight through that transition multiple Absolutely. times and prove yourself over and over mm-hmm. it for in each system, right? That sure. gets you ready in some ways for yes. what's down the road. I mean, we do that professionally, right? I mean, we, we've got a great administrative staff here, but if you hang around a place as long as I have, I've worked for, I don't know, half a dozen superintendents and probably... Mm-hmm. 10 or 12 different building principles and worked with a lot of different directors and that skill, that, that um, ability to adapt that you guys are learning under coach Schaffner. Also love that she's making it tough on you. Yeah, absolutely. You know, cause that's gonna, that's gonna pay dividends too. Yeah. Yeah. Adaptability and resilience to keep coming back. So we've already won. Mm-hmm. We're already winning. Mm-hmm. We're establishing trust. I mean, golly, that's just. I know. Yeah. Awesome. It's so easy just to focus on the game and don't take, and, and we want to focus on the game, right? Yeah. We want, we want to compete to win. We want to uh, do the fundamentals right. For sure. You know, we, we want to go get that. We want to go after our opponents. Um, but you're right, Coach O. But ultimately, I want them to leave here better people than yeah. when I first experienced them. And like you said, have the resilience to be able to overcome whatever obstacle they may face when they leave here. So. Okay, so let's talk about it. Let's dig a little bit. Okay. You, <clears throat> you don't have to give away the playbook, but you said we're going to have a, diff- we kinda did a different, uh, different type of team. We're going to have a different focus. Give us a little insight into what that is. Um, just watching film, I think that in previous years, they've done a lot of zone as far as the defense is concerned, and, and that can be effective. But we have a lot of athletes. we got a lot of girls with a lot of fight, a lot of spunk. So we want to be the aggressors, not the ones that are, you know, taking the hits. We want to be the ones that are are delivering the pressure as well. So we've been working a lot on our man defense principles and our press. Um, I think that we have great shooters on our team, but we can also attack and go to the rim. We want to be as versatile as possible. So just kind of when I first got here, the question that I asked was, what is it about for any basketball that you want to keep? I don't want to come in and change you know, everything. I want them to have some sense of familiarity. Mm-hmm. Um, and because this is their school. Like you said, hopefully five years down the line, and, and that is my goal as well. We'll still be here, and I'll be, we'll be season 10, you know, of the podcast and be having this conversation. But um, there'll be a new, a new group of girls. So what is your foundation? What is it that you're going to leave here for when you come back? 10 years from now, and you'll be able to say that's the thing that we did. And I want that to be, I think they agree as well, we want that to be grit. We want that to be fight. Uh, Every time a team steps on the floor with us, we talk about this at the end of practice, win, lose, or draw, everybody needs to know that you just played against Forney High School. They need to be worn out. They need to be bumped up. They need to be bruised, not leaving ready to go, you know, out to eat into a party. They, They need to, people need to say, hey, girl, you want to hang out tonight? No, I'm tired. We just played Forney High School. Like, I need to go home and rest. I need mm-hmm. to, you know, get some ice on me. So we, we're changing up our defensive style. It's going to be a lot more aggressive, a lot more in your face. 
uh, and our offensive style is going to be attack, 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 and adjusting to whatever the, the defense gives us and a lot more reading. So if you take away one element, it doesn't stop us. We will, we're going to be able to um, recognize what else is open and be able to exploit that as well. That makes me, if I were your opponent, that makes me very upset and worried, <laughs> worried because the hardest teams to play are the teams that come after you offensively and defensively. Right. I, I don't care how, how good your shooters are. As an opposing coach, I can find a way to counteract that. Mm-hmm. But if you're coming right at me, I mean, if a kid's not ready for that, then there ain't nothing you can do to stop it sometimes. So I, I really like that. It also makes for an exciting game to play. Now, we're talking about five years down the road, okay? Riley's going to be, you know, graduating from college and starting a career and something, you know, pro- probably something great. And makes a lot more money and way more successful than the rest of us. But <laughs> if you look five years ahead, you know, that probably seems like an eternity to a high school kid. It's really not that long. In right. fact, those kids are in eighth grade right now. Right. And yeah. um, that's the kind of way we want to look at a program, mm-hmm. you know, that, that – that from the very early, there's a way Riley has and her senior class can have a connection to those younger kids. And how do you how do you build your program at Forney High? Obviously, you haven't focused on varsity right now because that's the impending thing, right? right. We're, we're right. trying to make playoffs. It's the only one that lets us make playoffs in. But what does a program look like to you? Um, a program to me is, and it's, it's ironic that you say that. So we now have a team chaplain. And he's come in and he's talked to them about foundation, about roots, right? And we have all we we basically are all in agreement that those roots are extremely important, extremely important. Um, but program to me looks like taking care of the seed, which are our players. So not only focusing on them, but deliver making sure that my JV knows what the expectation is when they get to varsity. So not just preparing them for their season, but preparing them for the next season or mm-hmm. the year or two when they're on varsity, preparing those freshman girls, you know, for that JV varsity period, and then going down, building relationships with those middle school kids and those elementary kids, and not just me, but them being able to see them, because nobody wants to be Coach Schaffner, but there are several girls who look at Riley and say, I want to be her. Yeah, you know, for sure. I, I want to play at Forney High School. I want to wear She has a little sister who is as feisty as, as can be, <laughs> and she was in camp this summer and she sits she's sitting behind the bench at the shootout because she's looking at the kids and admiring the kids and saying and she made the comment when i get to forney i'm Mm. gonna do this so just exposing them to that element of family not when you get there but that family is now so those kids who are in our feeder pattern you know getting down being able to build a relationship as well as setting the expectation so that there is really not much of a transition or that hard of a transition when they do get to the high school level. Riley, as a senior, how do you how do you affect that? How can you affect that as a senior? Well, I think that that's something that Forney has always been unique for us. You know, we say we're like the Forney family, right? And she's already said multiple times, that like, our team has chemistry. We have chemistry, and we are a family, and that is something that will always be a part of our program. And I think that something that I've always personally thought is so important is the value of pouring into the younger generations because, you know, like you said, I'm going to leave in in five years. I'm going to be gone and starting a career. But the younger generations that are coming in next are what's going to be our program. The legacy that I'm leaving, they're going to – who's continuing it. So I Mm -hmm. think that that's something that us older girls really have to pay attention to is how are we – 
being examples? Like, are we going and doing the things we shouldn't be? Are we setting up a good example for the kids that are looking up to us? Yeah. Again, that five-year eternity. But the (laughs) truth is, when you get to that point and you come back to Forney High, you want to be proud. You want to be proud of where you were, where you went, what you did when you were there, and then what the people are doing there now. It's all interconnected. And what's so important that that Riley gets is that someone's always watching. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Some little girl is watching somewhere every single thing that you do. And so you have to kind of take that, you know, with that comes responsibility. You've experienced both both ends of that as a parent yourself, haven't you? Absolutely. It's as a coach as well. They're, they're, everybody's watching what I do. They're especially watching how I treat players, how I act around players. They knew that even though Carrington, she was our top manager, she didn't play basketball, but they watched how I treated her. Mm-hmm. And if I was going to treat them the same way. Now, she was my birth child, mm-hmm. but I was consistent with all of them. I got into them just like I would get into her. I loved on them just like I loved on her, even the littles. And they still remember it because they're still reaching out to me now. And I've been out of coaching five years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Riley, uh, there five years keeps coming up. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but this year, yes, sir, you're going into a season, a competitive season. You've played some of these teams before. This is our second year in the same district. Um, as a leader of the team, as a senior of the team, what are you looking forward to this season? Any any teams you're like, man, I feel that's like a I can't wait to get them. Or is there a you got a, something on the schedule that you really want a tournament or something? What What are the highlights for you that you're looking forward to? Oh, that's something to think about. Um, I definitely think that going, like she said, we're implementing a lot more man man defense and all that, and that's something that I'm personally looking forward to. I I think that although zone is great, you know, man can have so many different opportunities for different teams, um, and I think that having a different defense to run for different teams can be really useful. Um, I think personally, you know, getting to go play, you know, our little town rivals of like Crandall and Terrell and all those, those are always really exciting games. So just seeing what each year brings, you know. Yeah. I know I'm looking forward to it. I am too. You got me kind of hyped up here. I want (laughs) to go out there and go get in the You're trying to get some man defense yourself. Hey, I love some man-to-man defense, honey. I tell them it's it's personal. Yeah. It's personal. Mm -hmm. Every time we we line up on a – you know, the opposing side of that other team, it's personal. So I love that. I love that question um, because we, we've, we've had those conversations. Like, no matter what's happened in the past, it, it starts here and it starts in practice. We're, we're, we're preparing not for Terrell the day before or the week of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're preparing for them now or, you know, whomever. Really, to me, it's whoever steps up, like, that's who. That's that's our biggest competition. That's who it is. They can be number one in the state, number one hundred in the state. We're we're, we're going at them, Coach. So now, what are we going to see on the sideline? We like to watch the coaches coaching on the sideline. <laughs> we do what, watch coaches. What, what are that we is our see? job. That's right. That's right. But we like to do it. Too. You know, tell us what we're going to see from the sideline, and, and really, the people need to know you. I know you said you were from Dallas. You know what? Mm-hmm. What is what is your background uh, in regards to, to to basketball? Um. So I'll start with this. Yes, I'm I'm from Dallas, Texas. Um, my mom was in law enforcement for 30 plus years, so she worked a whole whole lot, and but she kept me involved in things. And and most people don't believe this, but my first sports were cheer and gymnastics. 
I know, right? You you never guess that. But Don't look at me like that. <laughs> I just didn't want to look at her. So it I was not on, it was not on her resume. <laughs> um, but it I tried basketball and it wasn't really my thing initially. They were like, "You're fast, you're aggressive." Um, but when I my parents, my mom got married uh, to my dad, the man who raised me, um, and we moved to Cedar Hill when I was in seventh grade, if I'm not mistaken. And I met who's now the uh, athletic director there. Her name's Melanie Benjamin. And she said, you know, you, you're, you're, you're different. You're a rough one. So I want you to, yeah, I, I was always outspoken. I'm very straightforward. And I'm pretty sure it comes from, you know, the way my mom is. Um, but she, she told me, she said, I need you to be with me. I'm going to make sure that you adjust, which is, you know, what a big word we've been talking about. And she was big on basketball. And I remember one day, and this is back in the day, um, when 9-11 took place, my mom had to work. I had to go home with her. Um, and she said, have you ever seen the movie Hoosiers? Had never seen it before. She put it on and it was like, I fell in love with basketball right then when I saw the movie Hoosiers. And it just became my, my thing after that. Um, so I played it at Cedar Hill High School. I was blessed to receive a scholarship to play Division One basketball at UT Arlington um, under the direction of Sam Morrow, um, who's a legend. Yeah, they beat us multiple times, like four times in a row to go win state. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mansfield. Yeah, yeah. She, Aaron, we, we Aaron love Grant. Sam. We love Sam and Aaron. Aaron was um, my point guard. She was the guards coach. So I was blessed to be up under her tutelage as well. Um, so... After that, uh, Coach Mar well, within those years, Coach Morrow just always would say, you're a coach. And I'd be like, Coach, I don't like kids. So I would, I could never, you know, be a coach. And that I wasn't on her resume either. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. We, did, we didn't get that on the resume. And she, she, I was like, Coach, I couldn't, I could never do your job. If, if I told a kid to run faster and they didn't, I don't know how I would respond to that. And so she would make me, you know, do camps and stuff. And it wasn't that I liked kids. I loved kids. I loved the way that they responded to me when I, you know, when they did something well and I cheered for them, you know, just to know that. Way to rebound there. Way to rebound. No, <laughs> hey, you know, Coach, <laughs> Co Co Coach Norman Dale was removed from the college program before he got to Hickory High School in Hoosiers because I think, if I'm not mistaken, he choked one of his players. Now, we, we want to stay away from that, Coach Shopner. <laughs> We we need the Hickory High School version of Coach Shopner. Yeah, it, it will it will it will never be that. Okay, but but I I just I figured that I learned <laughs> there that you know if you got if you make a kid believe they'll yeah. run through a wall for you for sure. And so um, I went back and I coached at Cedar Hill for nine years. Um, last year for the last two years, pre two previous years, I coached in Dallas ISD at WT White High School, um, and did some pretty good things there. Yeah. You know, kind of. Flip the program Turned around. Turned it around, yeah. Yeah, yeah Coach, it. you can toot your own horn. It's okay. We know. It, we was know. A, it was a program that was in the cellars that you brought out of the cellars. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. So, yeah, we had some success. We won district for the first time in, in the school's history. We won the first playoff game for the first time in school's history. So, you know, we did some, some good things there, but I was looking um, for something bigger. Yeah. Like you said, to add on to my resume. Sure. And so um, I heard that Forney was open, and I remember playing Forney. And then watching Forney years ago, but when I came to the interview, I didn't recognize the city at all. Yeah, I, it, it, it has grown so much, and I was excited just mm -hmm. pulling up like, yeah, this this is the place for me. So um, thankfully, was able to come in and, I guess, impress you guys, and you guys blessed me with the opportunity to come in and, and teach these young ladies and, and learn some things in return. And it is a blessing. Oh, for sure. Always grateful. Yeah. Riley, have you ever fouled out? I'm sorry? Have you ever fouled out? 
No, sir, but I've been close. <laughs> well, get ready because you're probably going to. You're playing yeah. some, playing, if she's going to get all over people, man to man. It, and it's okay. I want to tell you right now. Can't take this is coming from the athletic director. It's okay if you foul out, if they're good yes, fouls, sir. right? I mean, that, that comes with the game. Just move your feet, Riley. Just move your feet. Trust your feet. Well, I bet there's another question that you that you are itching to ask, Riley. I am, Riley. Now, I, I think you've said some really good things. You're very mature. I can tell you're body in, totally body in. And now I need you to be totally compelled. Mm-hmm. We'll have somebody else talking about being totally compelled here in a minute. But yeah. I need you to be totally compelled at this table. When you let the people know something funny or embarrassing about Coach Schaffner, <laughs> don't be afraid. Oh, um, There's got to be something, Riley. I'm thinking... Off the top of my brain. You probably got uh, him. You got him afraid to say it, Coach Shafter. <laughs> You're telling me she is on point every single day. There's not anything that she does that y'all are like, oh my God, did you see Shafter do that? Uh, <laughs> I'm thinking, I'm like brainstorming. Mm. I can't think of anything well, specific that we've I had bet there situations is, but. to where an athlete couldn't think of one thing. But I'm going to tell the people she was so nervous about coming on <laughs> to this podcast. Riley had to calm her down. Yeah. <laughs> she, she was, was she was definitely nervous. She was like, um, "I have to be on it." What? <laughs> she didn't think she was. I don't know what she thought she was coming in for. I was coming to support Riley. <laughs> so this well, you've accomplished both. You've been a great guest here on the podcast, and you've supported Riley. And uh, it sounds like a lot more both ways support to come throughout the rest of this season. Yes, sir. Uh, they are fourteen five a. You guys watch out for them. We, we'll make a date if if you guys earn a playoff berth. When then we'll bring you back in here. <laughs> when yeah, oh, she said when. And then, but then Riley, the deal is you got to have something then on Coach Schaffner. I got if you. Gonna, if we can bring you back for a playoff episode, which we like to do when our teams get in, then uh, we'll we'll. By then, surely, you know, there's going to be something. I'm sure there'll be something. All those locker rooms at halftime, (laughs) the bus rides, there's going to be something. Mm -hmm. Sounds good. Well, thank you, uh, Lady Jackrabbits and Jackrabbit fans of all kinds. Forney Girls Basketball is just about to get ready to start up. And um, keep your eye on our website, on our social media. Pick up their schedule, and we will see you soon in the Forney High School gym. We're going to make a transition now from the south side of town to the north side of town and the way we have sort of stumbled upon doing that is this way so the weave today actually is it takes place uh took place this morning coach o and i were over at north forney high school and we were presenting our Coach of the Month Award for this month. Um, that coach will be featured on here in the near future. So there's a little teaser for you. But while we were over there, we were talking to Coach Luster and, and folks, podcast listeners and folks all around Forney, Texas, America, probably know that both of our football teams are undefeated right now. Falcons won a big game against Roy City on Friday night, put them at 6-0, and and... Um, They've got a bye week this week, and then, of course, they go into Rockwall. Rockwall's also uh, right up at the top of District 10-6A, so it'll be an interesting contest in a couple of weeks. But we were talking to Coach Luster just about things in general, and I thought I would throw this in and emphasize it again 
he mentioned that at one of our middle schools, they've had a few little minor discipline problems associated with football, nothing major, but just things that, you know, kids need to keep in mind. It's not all just about competition. It is also about learning the lesson of sportsmanship. And so Coach Luster had taken the opportunity. In fact, he was he was coming in late from uh, uh, at the uh, Coach of the Month presentation this morning because he had been at a middle school reinforcing that, that those kids are going to progress and be in the high school program very soon. And here are the high school expectations. Here is the way we run our program. We just got done talking to Coach Schaffner about programming the program. A program doesn't just exist. It literally must be programmed. It is an idea and a concept that must be intentionally put in place and followed through with by everybody in the organization. I'm sure our next guest is going to talk about people who must be totally compelled here in just a minute. But the fact of the matter is when the head football coach and athletic coordinator at the high school takes time out of an undefeated season to go down and reinforce that with the seventh and eighth graders at the middle school level, that is an, I'll use another one of Coach Schaffner's terms, that is a seed of programming that is going to grow into the forest that we're trying to plant and uh, and bring up as these kids come up through. Really great stuff. I know Coach Fleener and his staff do the same thing on the south side. And, um, man, it's it's really important to have that. That was good stuff this morning. We just happened to walk in on that. We did. And, you know, Coach, oh, we happened to walk in on a lot of really, really good stuff going on. Almost any day you walk into one of our athletic complexes, whether it's a football field, a weight room, a gym, um, tennis courts, golf courses, tracks, soccer pitches, swimming pools. We could go on and on. I probably missed some, but um, good stuff around every corner. In the gym, girls basketball is cranking up. Absolutely. And we go from a conversation with a brand new coach to Forney ISD to a bit of a veteran here at the podcast table this morning. Oh, vet. On the north side. Oh, man. <laughs> Old man Fleming has come to the pod. Coach Fleming, how's it going? It's good. It's good. Excited. Um, looking forward to, <clears throat> excuse me, looking forward to this season. Um, we've really put some things in place that um, it's pretty much generic. It's one of those things that we, you know, um, we do on an annual basis, but uh, I'm, I'm truly looking forward to it, excited. I'm, I, I'm really um, looking forward to bouncing back from a year of backs against the wall and having to hammer out some games, entering into the District 10 6A, you know, just a 6A level in itself, um, but and still being able to get in and make postseason, but now it's back to goal ball chasing. Yeah. Uh, gold ball chasing. That's a good That's a good phrase. <laughs> well, I don't really need to spend a lot of time, I don't think, for our listeners uh, talking about Coach Fleming. Uh, I will say this. He's one of those guys that is that is a product of um, the area. He went, went to a great player uh, at Skyline High School, um, played for a legendary coach, 
and um, came started in Forney ISD at the junior high level, came up in our system as a coach, and has done a tremendous job at North Forney. Those of you that have seen his program, you know he puts a great uh, – again, he programs the thing well, and uh, we've seen the results of it for a number of years. You brought a guest with you this morning, Coach Fleming. I'll let you introduce your guest. Well, we've got Miss Jaslyn Marsh with us. She's a senior this year. She's um, actually a four-year letterman on varsity. She's been able to, um, you know, experience some things that a lot of players can't say that they've experienced, and that's, you know, regional tournaments and uh, consecutive at, at that. Um, she's I've, I've actually been able to spend some time with Jazz at the middle school level, which really brought our relationship, you know, together. Once she stepped into North Forney High School, she knew expectations, she knew standards, and she could pretty much teach others that as a freshman, which was phenomenal. Um, but I'm, 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 she's, she's actually a really fun person to be around. Uh, I'm glad to be able to have coached her. We'll coach see her. about that. Jazz, uh, you ain't a freshman anymore. You're a senior now. You're the, you're the big time, and, and you've got to start out with a real tough question. That's right. So this, the the subject spotlight today was was food courts. So what's what is your favorite place to eat at in the food court at the mall? You can't say Chick Fil A either. Okay, so what I'm supposed to say? Uh, uh, so <laughs> everybody know when you, everybody know when you go to the mall, you want to go to Chick Fil A. Okay, Listen, so it's, it is the, it is the thing. I don't eat Chick Fil A at the mall. I don't mall. either at all ever. I eat Chick Fil A at the drive-through. That's it. For Wait, me. no, they got that little Philly cheesesteak spot. That's good. Char- oh, yeah, Charles. Okay, that's, that's Char- probably good. Okay, good. Answer. So, what's your third answer? Because Chick Fil A was already named. Charlie's was already named. There's mm-hmm. only been two named, and you got them both. Obviously, these are very, very popular. There was another mall. one I forgot about too. If they don't name it, I'm going to say it. I don't. I don't know. They. I don't even go to the mall like that, honestly. But. Yeah, that, don't they know, got a pizza they, spot up there too? The pizza spot. I think it's Sabera, pretty good, but it be S- looking good. Baro or whatever. But I don't yeah. like, we eat pizza at school, so I'm not going to go to the mall and eat yeah. pizza too. So okay. she's going for Chick fil A. Yeah. 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 Fleming, can you give us any variation on this, or are we we going to stay standard? We'll you, stay standard because okay. I, I like Charlie's. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. Charlie's is good. Yeah, it is yeah. good. So Chick fil A and Charlie's were the top two. Man. I mean, like, unanimously top. Yeah. They're the only picks. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. It's interesting. Do people go to the mall as much as they used to, maybe when we were younger? I think they, the younger, I think that y'all she online says no. shop She's a lot. no. Yeah, they online like, shop. No, like, me and my friends, we'll go to the mall if, like, if we don't got nothing else to do or if we got an event coming up, we'd be like, y'all, we need to go to the mall cause, because we don't have enough time to order it online because, you know, you got to ship it and stuff. So yeah. if we got to get an outfit last minute, we'll go to the mall and then we'll eat and stuff. But other than that, we don't really go to the mall. Last minute. Yeah. Other well, than that, they're ordering online. Different world. The world is changing. Uh, but Coach Fleming, some things never change, and the way we play uh, basketball with some with some uh, in your gymnasium is usually pretty intense. I would agree. Talk to us about your off season. What have you been prepping these young ladies for? This season, actually, just the five years of my leadership there at North Forney, I I can truly say that this has been the best off season that's been in place, starting in April. May, just grinding out things, uh, getting stronger, getting faster, um, getting a better understanding to the game, um, and just seeing their faces, being able, being able to get that continuity just within their teammates has been huge. And of course, 
those babies coming up, them actually being more present and, you know, hearing our voices. Um, so it's, it's been huge. Off season, we, we're just getting after folks. We're getting stronger, getting faster, um, and just getting a better understanding. Uh, they, they'll, they will continue to um, continue that process as we go into the season in, in October or in October. I, I know they've been hitting it pretty hard in that weight room. Yeah. For real. Absolutely. So I've gone through there. I've walked through the gym a couple of times, and it's hot in that gym. He is on them. I was like, whoo. Jazz says yes. <laughs> yes. Flex some triceps for us there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can see some guns. Okay. So you're, a, okay, Miss Senior, you've been through, he's talking about, here's five years again. I don't know how five years. Well, I remember up. when she was a brown bear and I was like, <laughs> oh, she's going to be good. She's going to be good. Yeah. And here she is going yep. through the best off season ever. You agree with that? It's been a good off season from your perspective? Yeah, it has been good, but. We, I mean, we've been doing a lot of stuff, but I feel like we got a few young, a few youngest. But it's like you got youngest who not ready, who come up timid, and they not ready for what we got going on. But I feel like the youngest we got, they they're eager to learn, and good. they they put in a lot of work to just be as strong as the veterans. That's good. That's well, good. Yeah, that's good stuff. So you're a senior. You're the veteran. What do you What do you do? What is your role? How do you see yourself in helping build that for the younger ones? Um, I see myself, I mean, I'm not grown or nothing, but so not, not like a role model, like I'm somebody daddy or something, but like, <laughs> you don't know, you are, <laughs> not like that, but you sometimes play, I think seniors underestimate. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I'm important. I feel like the young kid, I feel like the young, like the freshman and sophomore, they, they look up to me in a way. Cause I mean, coach Fleming tells them all the time, you got to look up to people who already been here. They know what they doing. They can help you along the way. And that's what we there for in general, just to help help them along the way do our job and help them make sure they do an A job is the best to their ability. But I feel like my most of my job is to make sure everybody doing what they need to do as far as me knowing what I need to do and encouraging and just make it's like a second coach as a point guard. Just Good. Yeah, yeah. saying things that, you know, he he can he says a lot of stuff but he not gonna have time to address everything like he got to do he already has a lot on his plate so when we in games he's telling me something he want me to communicate that to him because he can't say everything he can only do so much so I feel like that's why I come in kind of to help him relieve some off his shoulders coach Fleming how valuable is that that's valuable that sounds like a coach yeah that sounds like a coach um she and she's she's really been intentional about about that here within the last two years you know it took it took a little bit of raising but once she understood that um, I could, I, I know I could always count on her to do so. Yeah. So. You know, when she first came in, she was just, she was very talented, but I did not see her as being extremely vocal. Now I actually do see her, um, just in a couple of times I've been in there, she's in there, she's talking, she's saying stuff. So there's been some growth yeah, for sure. on her part. Maturity. Mm-hmm. Well, I've got a real important question for you, Coach Fleming. Right. How long has both season been open? Three days. Don't, guys, they, listen, this is all they want to talk about is fishing and hunting every time they're together. I'm like, they should not be this excited to talk about some buck. Listen, you got to know, it's a crime that basketball season corresponds with hunting season because every basketball, a lot of, of the greatest of all basketball coaches, as you know, are, are outdoors people. I mean, it's a somehow they go hand in hand. I second and Coach Fleming is a is a mighty hunter. He and he and his family 
uh, you know, and so are you. I, well, I, at least used to be, but they hunt, kill, and eat their food from time to time. You know, from it just sounded so primitive. Woods, woods that just sounded t- so primitive. <laughs> it is. It is primitive. It is primitive. It's it's the way God built this entire system, Kojo. Uh, he is the he is the predator, right? Uh, there's probably a correlation there to basketball somewhere, but. Um, you you we'll, we'll check we'll catch back up with bow season and, and then and then regular rifle deer season a little bit later as we get maybe toward the holidays you can give us an update we'll do. let me give the people an update because this this stuff it, it has to be said because again this morning coach Fleming is walking into the school and 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 he and I are having a conversation and coach Weaver walks up and it's like they're talking in some type of code. And Fleming was like, they said good morning to each other. And then all you heard was, yeah, it was about 250 feet buck red zone. Uh, went through the deer blind. And I was like, and I'm like what in the world? <laughs> yeah, you, you know it's true. You know that happened like that. Well, that's another podcast, isn't it, Coach Fleming? It is. We'll have to come back to that. Exciting stories. I think that would be really, you know, I think that would be very educational for people to to. I doubt it. You're a little bit. We've got to introduce the you. You doubt it. I doubt it. That's not an interesting topic. It's not. How many times have we talked about Coach Fleming hunting? We've said you're going hunting, and that's it. The conversation (laughs) stops right after that. (laughs) Well, Dad, stay on that. Since we're talking about hunting, tell us something funny or embarrassing about him. You've been with him a long time. I know you got something. She's got to have a whole encyclopedia full of stuff after five years. I really. I really don't. Cause, I mean, we gotta we joke a lot. But I can't remember something. I can't remember something right off my head. I can't, I really can't. The child in the locker room laughing at him about. Yeah, oh, we, we do. We really laugh. just we laugh at the his mannerisms, like the things the things he say. We make like we make. Of course, we gonna make fun of him behind his back. Like he's like, do what I say. Do exactly what I say. We be making fun of him and all that. And do or, not deviate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or like if somebody do like somebody take a charge or something, he do this. Like I don't. I can. You know what I'm talking about? How you be doing like this? Oh yeah, <laughs> he be didn't. He be it on goes the sidelines. No, I'm gonna tell you my one thing with him when they make a three. Boom! <laughs> he was like, oh, oh, we do do that. We do do that. We do so do then, that. So the first time I heard him do that, I said, that sounds so dumb. Well, then. You sound like Rick Ross. But, but then I heard, like, some administrators were over there, and, and somebody hit a three, and everybody was going, huh. And so in my brain, I started going, I was doing it in my brain. <laughs> we be talking about that. We be like, um, when we shoot a three, and we and he behind it, we be like, oh, we don't want to miss, because we know he behind us. Like, oh, and if he, if, it's embarrassing if we miss. It's cause like not everybody, he just did that for no reason. But we actually do do that. Like we be talking about him when he do that. We make right. fun of him. You're you're setting the standard over there, Coach Fleming. <laughs> right. For right. even administrators and even the great and venerable assistant athletic director comes over and follows in your footsteps. Yeah. Good. Good well, I hope you get to do it a lot this yeah, season. For sure. Too. Let it fly. Uh, Jazz, you need to put up a bunch of them, and and hopefully a lot of them go in, and we'll hear that. Can you make that sound for us? That's it. Well, hopefully, we'll be hearing that. Before we get out of here, Jazz, who who are you looking forward to playing this year? Let's see. Let's see. Who am I looking? Well, well, I got. We play horn, don't we? Yeah. Dan, you, you got to Yeah. That's probably what He's I'm like, looking I'm not answering playing. that. What do you think? <clears throat> I think I th- that's what I'm looking forward to playing because the first game we started, the first time we played, and we started off slow. 
And then we came back at the last minute. It was like too late by then. So then the second time we played, it was a real good game. It was like tit for tat, tit for tat. And I played really good that game, I think. <laughs> but, <laughs> but it was like, but we was all, <laughs> but we was all, we all put our all into that game. And we know what it meant, especially because the first time we played, then we started off that season in a hole already. And we didn't, you know, we didn't want to lose that game. So the second time, I feel like we had something to prove when we put our all into it. But, you know, it still was too short. So I feel like this time around, we'll be more prepared. So I'm excited to play that game. All right, Coach, what does that 10-6 preview look like? Well, uh, Rockwall, Rockwall Heath will be competing teams. Tyler Legacy was young last year. Uh, Horn will compete. Uh, you know, we can't count anybody out, to be honest with you. Mesquite, you know, they'll bring it again. Mesquite won one district game last year, but that one district game was against North Forney, which was a, uh, you know, playoff contender. So, um, District 10-6A, you have to show up every night regardless on what that schedule or record looks like. So yeah. um, it'll be another exciting exciting year, and we'll just get after each other. I think that might be, <clears throat> with the exception maybe of football, but in every sport across the board, that might be the most significant difference from 5A to 6A to me, is it seems like every year in the 5A district there's going to be, there's a little bit of wiggle room. You're going to find a couple of soft spots in a 5A district, games that you pretty much expect to win. Um, once you get to the 6A level, pretty much in every sport and pretty much in, in every program, every, every school and every sport, uh, you can't have an off night. You know, 6A is just – too, there's too much depth maybe, um, too much experience, schools that have been big for a long time. I don't know, but across the board, 6A is pretty good. And then when you do get into the playoffs – and you get a couple, you know, and even, I would say this about 5A playoffs too. Sometimes you're going to find a couple of soft spots in the 5A playoffs. Those fourth place teams or maybe even third place teams that get in that might not be that great. Pretty much everybody that gets in at the 6A level, playoffs are, are uh, very tough all the way across the board. So, But this program is the program to, to go be tough right in there with them. So I know you'll compete well in 10-6-A, and, and we look forward to it. And we'll, <clears throat> we'll throw the same gauntlet out to you that we did to Coach Schaffner. Y'all get yourselves in the playoffs and get that playoff berth, and uh, we'll make a date right back here again to talk about our playoff uh, preview, hopefully, for girls' basketball. And um, that'd be fun. That's our goal. But we know you're getting wins far beyond uh, the scoreboard. And – uh, we know you're going to get some out there on the court, probably going to get a lot of them with, with leadership like Jazz and, and uh, the kids that you've got in your program and the program that you're doing. But, um, man, so many different ways to win playing in our athletic programs and specifically yours, Coach Fleming. So, well, thank you. Yep, looking forward to it. Looking forward to both sides of town competing. Well, maybe the weather will cooperate and we'll get a little basketball weather here pretty quick. Yeah. Well, what we do know is no matter what the weather is, we won't be affected on the inside by no. it. We and always, we can always count on Coach Fleming to provide us with nachos and popcorn that and is, drinks. That, that is very true. And I truly look forward to that. When I go over to the North Forney gym, now, we, this we guy shows up and sh- asks if we would like some popcorn. We did not. Oh, gosh. We didn't prime Schaffner for that. She no, needs to understand. This is a challenge. If she listens to this podcast, and she should because she's on it. It would be really rotten to just listen to her part and then not listen to Coach Fleming's part. True. But so if she is listening to this, then maybe she'll know that, you know, 
it's a really hospitable thing to do to offer your athletic director some popcorn when they come to your game. Or nachos. Or nachos or a Dr. Pepper. Yep. <laughs> Maybe. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll see. We'll just have to see. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have to see. Well, Coach Fleming, kudos to you for doing that, Thank for you. running a great program. Jazz, go out there and make a whole bunch of threes so we can hear that noise a whole bunch from Coach Fleming. And uh, all you fans out there, we got two great girls basketball programs about to start up. It is a fun sport to watch. Um, we have great people in it, and it's air-conditioned in the gym. It's basketball season. We love it. Coach O, that is the end of this episode of the 126 Podcast. Bye, y'all.